0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Podcast Open Mic. And we are on episode number 770. Seven and kind uh, of playing with the format today. I've got two guests in the studio, and they're both from uh, uh, Listen Up. And um, their names are Kathleen Chavanel. Still thumbs up? Great. <laughs> okay. And uh, David Bell, welcome. Thanks. And, and I know I'm interviewing uh, Kathleen first, but David, please feel free to pipe in whenever you like. So um, this is our second take. So you were telling me about Listen Up, and you're doing great. So <laughs> say exactly what you said before.
1: Okay, so Listen Up is a nonprofit music program based in the Portland area. Um, and we write and record all of our own original works of music. Um and we have Eric's our program manager and he's amazing. Um so we it gives us a chance to perform out in the community and be able to share you know, songs that we've written Mm -hmm. um about whatever (laughs) we write our lyrics about. Um and it just gives us a chance to be able to share it with, you know, the community. In the Portland area. Okay.
0: Um, I work for um, a similar place. Um, have you heard of Morrison?
1: Yes. I the yes. Morrison yeah. Center?
0: Yeah. And um, rather than music, uh, we do agriculture. We've nice. got a big old yeah. uh, greenhouse there. So <laughs> is that your whole day, music, or do you do other stuff as I only well?
1: I only go to listen up once a week. Okay. Um, so I'm there on... Monday mornings, usually. Um, So that's your focus, is the music then? Yeah, Mondays is my music day, (laughs) I guess you can kind of call it. So some people are there more uh, days a week than others, but I just happen to be there one.
0: Okay. So tell me about uh, your musical background. When did you start? uh?
1: So I joined Listen Up in 2012, um, and I've been with the program ever since Eric started it and I've we used to be on like in a little studio we call it Shabby Road um, on Warren Ave Um, we just had like an upstairs like one really small uh, room and since then we've moved over to a bigger location on Warren Avenue Um, and it's ever since I started there I've always written my own original songs um some of them have been about like places i visited um you know losing a family member stuff like that um just kind of whatever lyrics pop in my head Mm -hmm. so to speak i write about it
0: so were you doing that before uh you joined up with listen
1: up no i think i i started it mostly after i joined listen up really um and i've been with the program for uh, six or seven years now, um, but it's Listen Up is basically a leadership program. If I didn't mention it before, that's off of Creative Trails, so it's under the same, uh, you know, like corporation, I guess, sort to speak, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, yeah. um, of. A day program for adults with disabilities and stuff
0: like that. So tell me about your typical Monday morning.
1: So my typical Monday morning, I get to program, we start around like 10, um, and then we're there until 2.30. So we get there and we do, can be in our blue room, which is our recording studio, um, working on song projects, um, and then... We get a break from lunch, and since we have so many people at the program, we have usually three groups um, on a given day. We um, have a bunch of different staff that works with us, and we break up our lunch hours from 11.45-ish to, like, 12 and Mm 12.15 just to break up the lunch hours a little bit more. And so we have a lunch hour, and that usually lasts until, like, 1 and then in hey, the afternoon we got to eat yeah well of course we have to eat and then in the afternoon we we'll either like be in our uh a blue ro- will be excuse me in the studio B which we called the old library um where we can practice um songs or we can share music um and sometimes we go out in the community for walks so it just varies okay. Now, on, depending yeah. on what group we're in, I guess
0: yeah, now do you uh play any instruments besides uh
1: yeah, so I well, obviously I'm a singer mm-hmm. and I play bass guitar, so
0: is that something you learned at Listen up?
1: Yeah, I learned a good majority, I would say of learning how to play bass at listen up um and since then I've started taking bass lessons.
0: yeah, so do you play uh, bass on other people's songs? As well?
1: I haven't yet because nobody's really asked me, but um, I've recorded some bass parts on some of my own uh, works that I've done.
0: So, what are we going to hear today?
1: So, today we're going to hear New York, which actually is one of the two songs on my travel EP that I released last year in May at Up at Blew Up on Congress Street. And it's one of the two songs that (laughs) I actually recorded the bass myself on. and it took me a couple of years to finish it because even though I thought it was like a great song and I love it, I was being a perfectionist when mm. it came to the song. So it when I came to Andreas Aronson, who is one of my staff over at Bomb Diggity Arts with, I'm like, what um, about the New York song? I'm like, I want to come out with a travel EP album and I really want to put New York on it. I'm like, do you think you can help me finish it? He sat down with me and we're like, we both agreed it was a great song for the album and he helped me finish recording it and everything. And it took maybe 20 vocal takes, I want to say, to actually get it perfect just the way I wanted it.
0: That's okay, I'm (laughs) sure the Beatles did hundreds of
1: takes. Yeah.
0: So um so I heard the other song um, about Key West
1: Florida Keys
0: Yeah, Florida Keys. yeah did you ever did you ever make it there yet?
1: We went there two years ago. okay um was it
0: everything you thought it'd be and more?
1: I, yes, it was. Um, and I actually um, uh, Kyle Morgan, who was one of our staff at the time helped me write um, the Florida Keys song um, so. I put that one as number one on the album, and New York's number three. But out of the three best songs on the whole EP, it would be Florida Keys, Montreal, New York. And Um, how many
0: of those places have you made it to?
1: I've been to all of them. All right. So my theory is I don't write a song unless I've actually visited it. Okay. So all the songs that are on my travel EP, Um, I'm referring to it as Volume 1 because, hints, there might be a Volume 2 someday. Sure. Um, I only write it about places that I've actually visited, (laughs) just to make it a little bit more. Just
0: a personal story. I almost went to the Florida Keys. My nephew was getting married, and uh, it was like December, and my wife and I were snowed out. Uh, then we couldn't get down to the wedding at all. It was canceled. So we never made it to the Florida Keys.
1: <laughs> Dang so. it. That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah.
0: So let's hear uh, New York, Kathleen uh, Chavanel.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: You bet. So, if uh, someone wanted to uh, hear that, where would they hear it?
1: You can find it on the Listen Up Bandcamp website, which you can um, buy either a digital or a physical copy of the album. Um, and I've put it up through like iTunes and stuff like that using um, DistroKid, um, so you can Get it on iTunes, Spotify, um, Apple Music—you know, all those music.
0: Yeah, all those things that pay you a tenth of a penny. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I think what what I hear, I I got a million plays on Spotify, and now I can buy a nice dinner.
1: Yeah, so, um, and then Eric sells the physical albums at like uh uh release shows and. Uh, concerts that we do, oh, as well.
0: Do you have any concerts coming up?
1: Um, I don't know if there's any as of right now, but um, there's always like Eric's always keeping um, us up to date on like what's going on for um, you know performances, sort of speak. Mm-hmm. So okay, not anything off the top of my head right at the present moment.
0: That's <laughs> fine. We'll we'll keep an eye out. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. We'll pass the mic over to David. Thank you. Sure. Hi, David. Hello. So tell me about your musical background.
2: Well, my musical background actually goes back um, a really long way. Um, my grandfather is actually a uh, successful um musician and playwright, his name's Hank Beebe. He uh, wrote industrial shows back in the day. He also wrote uh, uh, music for successful uh, shows that were off-Broadway as well as on television.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And growing, when I was uh, growing up, from like the age of, I would have to say, nine to till i was 18 i actually starred in a lot of his shows here in portland and so he because we would have he would be at the piano and would work our voices he actually trained my my voice and so my i consider my musical career to go actually a quite a ways back
0: Mm -hmm. and um so industrial shows um that's written for, like, corporations? Yeah, their...
2: there's a great—I'll take this opportunity. If you want to know more about industrial shows, there's a great uh, movie out on Netflix starring my grandfather, Hank Beebe, called um, Bathtubs Over Broadway, and you can um,
0: really? okay watch it for it.
2: free on Netflix. It's a, it's a great piece. Ah,
0: yeah. I had an album. Um, I'm trying to think who— I think it was like Chevrolet or something, and um, I uh, sent it to when David Letterman was on. I sent it to uh, Dave's record collection, mm-hmm. and um, I got a response from one of his, one of his writers, and he uh, says, "Well, we already have- Steve Young." Yep. Oh my God, you know <laughs> Steve Young?
2: I do. Oh my gosh, I know him quite well now.
0: <laughs> he's he's quite the fancier of the industrial.
2: Uh, <laughs> yep.
0: Wow. Yeah, so he sent me all these great cassettes that I still have somewhere. So, yeah. So so tell me about your uh, involvement with uh, Listen
2: Up. So I've been involved with um, Listen Up not quite from the beginning, but I've probably been with Listen Up for about, what would you say, Kathleen, about six years now? Yeah. Because um, I joined maybe a year and a half after it started or yeah. something. Yeah. I originally, my original music actually started with a very silly cassette tape that I, um, when I was still living with my mom at the time, when I was about 21 years old, um, we had a bunch of cats and they weren't behaving, and so I wrote a song about how naughty they were being called the Cat Pee Blues. And I just, you know, because I didn't have instruments and it was my first song I just had a little Walkman with a microphone and I just kept doing the instruments and the beat with my lips and stuff like that while singing and I still have that cassette tape and then when I heard about Listen Up I'm like oh come on I gotta try this and so I joined Listen Up I wanted to make that song a reality but in the process I learned you know how to do lyric writing,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and um, we first came out with a uh, an album with me and Kathleen and another friend of ours called the Slipstreaming Mondays. It wasn't that great, but it was an experiment of the time. And since then, I then afterwards took to writing a whole original album uh, that's now out called. Unveiled, and um, you can get it on Bandcamp in physical form from from Listen Up Musics, and uh, you can also listen to it on uh, Spotify. I you can buy it on iTunes if that even still exists anymore. I've heard they've taken it down, and but it's up on all the platforms, and. I've also come out with two singles since that release that are digital only because um, physical singles aren't really a, yeah. a thing anymore and it's all I got accomplished in the two years since I, because um, I'm a perfectionist, I take a long time with, with each song to get it right. Sure. The Unveiled actually took me about three and a half years to record even though it only has nine songs. um, Some came together faster than others. And so I've learned a lot since releasing Unveiled. Right now I've learned how to use MIDI and I'm actually in the middle of programming my grandfather's legacy of sheet music so that when he's gone, uh, people can still hear it because Numerous people, when they've looked at it, said they didn't know how to play it because they needed double the hands that <laughs> really? that they had. Wow. But he somehow, because he has these huge hands, can do individual things with each hand. Wow. Did he, did he teach you very much music wise? uh singing wise and acting wise he had an enormous um impact on me and music writing even though we're completely different styles i would actually say yes he did have a huge impact he gave me a trained ear as to what's good and what's not so to speak it's probably why i dislike uh modern pop songs so much because of the repetitiveness of it there's no like catch and so Mm -hmm. it's gets old sure and so, like I, I don't know what it is, but I think he had a a very big impact.
0: Great. So, what are we going to hear today?
2: Today, we're going to hear my uh, f- the first track of my album called "Stand Up," and I want to quickly give a little backstory to this. Sure. So, I wrote this song actually for um, the disabled community because they are often not given an equal fair chance in this world compared to people who don't suffer from those uh, symptoms, Um, and they're often not treated as equal. Like, one thing that really stands out to me is that disabled people currently, by law, two disabled people cannot get married to each other without losing their benefits, and I think that's the most awful thing you can do to a to a person because because criminal it is criminal and so it occurred to me that you know we need a rally song to rally up to because this isn't right and so I wrote this song stand up and if you'll hear it in the in the lyrics that you gotta see the world through our shoes before it can change David Bell stand up
0: So um, I'm intrigued by your your the physical uh, and I'll put the microphone right in the middle of it because I want to talk to both
1: yeah. of you. Okay.
0: I'm intrigued by the uh, by the physical albums. Who does the uh, do you guys work on the artwork yourself?
1: Yeah, I did and I know David himself did as well.
2: Yep, I did. I I actually went through uh, several (laughs) designs over the course of the three years. Like I thought this was something I was gonna throw together in like a year, and so I was designing stuff right away. But there's at least three unused versions with different titles and different versions of the of the artwork that are on the computer. I may have gotten rid of them, but I don't think I have. But (laughs) maybe I'll print them as history posters or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it was similar for me when I was working on my travel EP uh, album artwork. I did over at Bomb Diggity Arts with our Photoshop that we have there. Um, And I went through variations of it to get the layout the way I wanted it. And the way that I felt like it was going to work for the album, so to speak. (laughs) So
0: yeah bomb diggity another great program
1: yeah it's another community support program similar to listen up um, it's in the Portland area
0: and do you spend uh, a day there or a I'm day there
1: two days a week Two days some there okay. Tuesdays and Friday afternoons um, so on the days that I'm not at list or the days that or the day I'm not at listen up I'm there <laughs> usually
2: yeah um so I'll just give you, the audience, a, a little bit of a, a backstory to those <laughs> missing. Uh, so currently, as you can find on any of my sites or on the physical, the current picture of Unveiled is a picture of me looking up in the dark with a light just shining on on my face. Well, that wasn't always the case. The The very first album artwork I did for it, I originally actually had in mind the Beatles' White Album. And it was just a big uh, uh, white to silver and to darker silver V on it with a shadow. And then I said, I can do better than this. Um, and then I went to... What I consider possibly my best album, my second best album artwork, but it felt too much like a metal album. But it it looked cool. But I realized, and everyone realized, David, your album is not metal. This is too metal. Yeah. And it it was called. It was going to be called From Light to Darkness, and it was shattered glass with like this crazy lettering with a flaming V and. It, it just felt way too metal, and it just wasn't right. Well, you got the name Vale. You might yeah. as well take advantage of and it. And then I uh, did the final version before I came up with the current thing, and people realized after that I was taking it too f- far, like I was trying too hard because it was this, uh, like, uh, what do you call it, where it's a silhouette of a hiker on top of a mountain because I was thinking more deeply, deeply because I wrote a lot of these songs about personal journeys and feelings that I've had, mm-hmm. so I was going to call it, like, Journey, but then I realized, no, then people will think it's a Journey yeah, cover album. Yeah, Steve Perry? Yeah. <laughs> He's not here. I'm not <laughs> Steve Perry, by any means, even well, though... Well,
0: Unveiled is a great name. It, it yep. really is. So, he went the best way, I think. So, um, who's the gentleman you left out in the hallway there?
2: Oh, that's Zohar. Um, let's give him some love because he's in the hallway. Yeah, Zohar is our newest staff at, at, Listen Up and he's actually really, really great. He replaced actually, um, Kyle Morgan who, um, actually played a lot of the guitars on Unveiled, but as soon as Unveiled, uh, was released, he he left and he came back short uh, for a brief time just to play at Kathleen's CD release before yeah. he went back. Uh, and he might come back for another release that he was part of before he left that never got finished but is now getting finished up. And huge shout-out and thanks to Kyle for everything you did as well as... um. Tyler Haydolf, who is now the program manager over at Composition Studio, over at uh, what is it, Main... Uh, uh,
1: um, <laughs> what is it, Academy of Music <laughs> Main or something? Academy
2: of Music, yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, he did a lot of bass and songwriting on the album as well. So yeah, big shout out to both of those as well as John Gaither, I believe. Yeah, who mastered both both of our albums and uh, and of course Eric for
1: setting up the CD releases and, all yeah, that. and promoting yeah.
2: our work and um, Colin Maliki, who still is with us at Listen Up who helped us write a lot of the material as well we c- couldn't do without any of them so we yeah. wouldn't so be here
0: Zohar so had mentioned Michael Townsend who is yep. a big piece of uh WMPG history.
2: Yep, and yep. he's now with uh Listen Up Music. Okay. He what does actually he do there? uh what? Well, what's his role? Uh I think he's just uh there a few days a week. He's not there on Mondays, so we don't unfortunately oh. we don't see yeah. him that much, but
1: He used to be but He like used
2: more. to be there 5 days a week, but then he uh, Switched to just a few days, but uh, yeah. he's a regular staff. He's there. my age, so... Yeah. He's a regular staff there and um, helps write music, and um, he's actually the one who set up my first time on WMPG in 2017 uh, when I was on, I forget... Jim Rand. Jim what?
1: Jim Rand.
2: Jim Rand, Rand Show. Yeah, yeah. Uh and he interviewed me and did some of my uh, well, great songs.
0: Super. And so this is your first time at WFG. Nope. This is
2: my <laughs> second time, and it's been great each time. I've been here, and I'm hoping to do local motives at some point Ask him
0: if he has any, uh, uh, any old recordings of Dad's new slacks. That was his. Okay. That was his. That was his show
2: here, and it's amazing. Okay. To this day. I'll have to remember that yeah. dad's old slacks. Dad's new slacks.
4: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Dad's, well, new slack. dad's
2: new slacks. Dad's
0: new slacks. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Thank Thanks you for coming down. Um, no problem. So, any other people from uh, Listen Up we should have in? What do you think? Um. Yeah. You- are you the only two talented people? We,
2: we have no comment on okay. that. Yeah, we have no comment on that one. <laughs> that would be really un, unfair of yeah. us to comment. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for coming by.
1: Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you.
0: And if you have uh, something original you want to share, get in touch with me, Lorenzo, mm-hmm. at PodcastOpenMic. That's M-I-C at gmail.com. I'm Lorenzo, like I said, and we'll talk again soon. <laughs>